0: You are listening to the Self Made Babe podcast with your co-hosts Danny Fountain and Lola Gilbert who dive deep into the psychology and strategy of starting a business. Here is the place where we get real with you, talk about the gritty parts of business that make us cry, and cut out the bullshit. We're ready to talk about how the hell we handle the day-to-day when life gets hard. Take our hands, join in conversation and get real support as you build your empire because you're a self-made babe. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feeds or iTunes. You can also follow us on Instagram at selfmadebabe babe podcast. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get into the show. Welcome back to the Self-Made Babe podcast. This week, your guests are us truly, Lola and Danny. (laughs) This has been so much fun. We are here talking about imposter syndrome this week. Lola, you want to hit us with the definition in case the
1: audience doesn't know? Yes, absolutely. So imposter syndrome, for those of you who don't know, is actually a term that was coined in 1978 by a clinical psychologist, Dr. Pauline Clance and Suzanne Imes, which is actually referring to high achieving individuals marked by an inability to internalize their accomplishments and a persistent fear of being exposed as a fraud. So that's kind of the boring (laughs) definition, but (laughs) at its core, imposter syndrome is the feeling you get right before you take that new step In your business, the fear that someone will soon figure out just how unqualified you are, or that you're charging too much, or that you're unworthy of making more. Oh, girl, and who doesn't feel that (laughs) shit every day? (laughs) Every damn day.
0: Can we please talk about how many times I've seen someone unsubscribe from my mailing
1: list and gone, (gasps) they figured it out. (laughs) They know that it is that I'm speaking lies all the time. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. They know I put my newsletter together the night before. <laughs> I'm getting better about that. <laughs> 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 oh my god! So if you guys actually have ever felt this feeling, it's. Completely terrifying. Like it is almost one of those feelings that stops you in your track or makes you put off those big, huge changes in your business for long periods of time because you feel like you're not worthy i think a lot of times that comes up with speakers danny um that people are really scared to get started um speaking at different events because you don't feel like you have the ability to speak on anything which is something that i've actually been putting off um, because although i've been in business for my photography business for about a year and a half now um in the baytown collective for about eight months it's so hard to ever feel like you're a professional in anything when we're sitting in like braless and pantless <laughs> most days of the week in front of our computer.
0: Well, and I think too, so a yes, <laughs> experience that all the time. And I swear to God, Jess Razzle like 90% of Jess Razzle's job as a speaking coach is to be like, yes, you are qualified. Yeah. <laughs> um but i think the other piece of it too is we hide behind the evidence that others have given us that we are worthy like mm-hmm. how often do i like mention in so i'm at a speaking event right i'm on the bio slide how often Do I put my bachelor's and my master's first on that list before my years of entrepreneurial experience? How often do we refer back to awards that we've been given or times that we've been published or um, anything like that before we say, I know what the fuck I'm doing? Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like everyone feels that, and it's not fun.
1: And I actually have a couple of fun quotes to share with you babes. Um, so I have this quote, um, which is the beauty of the imposter syndrome is you facilitate between extreme egomania and a complete feeling of I'm a fraud. Oh God, they're onto me. I'm a fraud. So you just try to ride the egomania when it comes and enjoy it and then slide through the idea of fraud, which was actually Tina Fey. And then I also like, um, Maya Angelou, who said, I've written 11 books, but each time I think, uh uh-oh, they're going to find out now. I've run a game on everybody, and they're going to find me out. Um, So no matter how big and successful someone might look, it's a feeling that we're all struggling with. Um, Can we please talk
0: about the fact that Anna Kendrick, like one of the most successful authors of our time, manifested her imposter syndrome so strongly that intentionally or not, she named her book Scrappy Little Nobody. Yeah.
1: I love her so much.
0: Right, but, like, talk about blatant public manifestation of, of like, imposter syndrome. And mm-hmm. so, like, maybe after she noodled around the idea of the book, she's like, oh, actually, this is really funny and self-deprecating. But yeah. when, that, when that idea first popped out of her head, I promise you it was imposter syndrome that prompted it.
1: hmm. I need to write that book down. I haven't actually read that one. It's then. so good. Is it so good y'all oh. everyone in the audience you need to listen to it or <laughs> it's
0: so well ideally please listen to it because Anna Kendrick reads it does she I love eight
1: that. hours of Anna Kendrick just talking to you <sighs> oh my god I love it um so let's talk through a couple of ways that you can actually overcome these feelings um, so that you can become more productive and also just feel good about the success that, you have and that you've had in your own business. Um, so the number one step, and I think the one that is Popular amongst a lot of these trials in entrepreneurship is just to accept the fact that you've come this far with the onus on yourself. So we often have this feeling of being unable to reach our own success. Um, we can't because we can't always reflect on how hard we work to get there. And like, oftentimes the days are just running together. We kind of like get somewhere in a year, and we're like, how the hell did this even happen? I feel like I faked it the whole time. And to be honest, you might've faked it 75% of the time. (laughs) Fake it till you make it is not just something that people say. Like it is truly probably at least 50% of most of our businesses. (laughs) Um, But the fact is that you put in the work to get there. So you need to reflect. On the steps that you took to get to your success, and that's why I always suggest—I have suggested on the podcast before—to kind of get your own cheerleading notebook. And when big things happen in your business, or a couple of times a week, write down the positive things that have happened to you, because you will quickly forget them and only remember the negative things that have happened to you um, throughout your journey of success. Um. The second one is also super, super important. And we've talked about this before, Danny, myself, and other guests, which is the comparing game. Yes. Uh, so stop comparing yourselves to others. I love the quote, don't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 20. You cannot base your success and how... Um, and the importance of it based upon the excess, the success of others. And Jenny, how many times do you probably work with clients who from the outside to us would maybe seem like they have all of their shit together and then you work with them and it's like, Oh, it's kind of not.
0: Well, so a, that happens all the time. And B, literally the first thing that I recommend to my clients as we're starting on their marketing strategy is do an industry fast. I posted about this on Instagram this morning. We get, we as entrepreneurs follow others in our industry and over time. So when you start out in business, you start by following every single person in your industry. So I followed every single branding and marketing person that I could find. And so I slowly got clients who would follow me and slowly got people who are interested in me would follow me. But because the majority of my followers um, and the people that I was following were branding and marketing people, I was catering my content to them. Yep. You speaking to your industry peers is not going to get you clients. Just saying. A hundred percent.
1: And that's that's a problem in every industry. So literally all of you need to be looking at who you're following. Even as photographers, oftentimes we're posting our work in different photography groups and hoping to get validation when nine times out of 10, most photographers are not shooting other photographers on a consistent basis. Um, so, so yeah, definitely you do not want to be comparing yourself to the rest of them. Um, number three, always remember that being wrong does not mean that you're being fake. So we often have trials and areas, uh, trials and areas. <laughs> um, so if you do something wrong, learn from it and improve. It doesn't mean that it's just not right for you. And we've talked about this in, um, I think on another episode too, that we are such an instant gratification, um, society that once we put something into place and Danny, you might, I feel like whenever I'm doing something that has to do with marketing specifically, this happens where I feel like if I don't see an instant return on investment of my time, when it comes to like uh, the way I'm running a Facebook ad or the way that I'm running a challenge or whatever it is, then I'm like, Oh, I did this wrong. Like it's not right for me. It doesn't fit me when really those things and entrepreneurship in general takes time.
0: Amen. I mean, if it magically just popped up tomorrow, A, the entrepreneurial industry would cease to exist because the starting, building, and selling of businesses industry would collapse. Right. Um, But B, like, if that was how it worked, we'd all be millionaires and we wouldn't even be talking.
1: (laughs) We would be on a private island somewhere. Yep. (laughs) Um, number four, realize that holding back your gift is actually robbing the world of your full potential. We know that you have so much to offer this world. Seriously. I mean, the more that you learn and grow as an entrepreneur, the more that you have to offer whatever industry it is that you're serving. Um, So your doubt in yourself will only hide the best parts of you and will never allow the rest of us to see it. So the more that you are doubting yourself and really just kind of wallowing in this sense of imposter syndrome the less ability the rest of us have to see the incredible things that you're holding back from the rest of us and imagine all the incredible things that have happened in the world and if those people just never did anything because they felt like they had no place to because they felt unworthy this world would really fucking suck <laughs> um So then let's talk about taking action. So imposter syndrome lives in abstraction. So it is impossible for it to survive when you're taking action. So when you are taking those leaps and bounds in your business that are so scary, it leaves less and less room for this feeling of being an imposter taking action proves that you're not a fraud it tests your mettle in the real world and imposter syndrome cannot do damage to the person who consistently takes action you might still feel imposter syndrome every once in a while but you won't let it stop you the more and more that you take action in your business so if that that one thing that you get today actually two things that you get today is to stop comparing yourself and to also take action. Um, because like I said, in a world where you are continuing to push back against that fraud feeling, there's less and less room for that imposter syndrome feeling to live within you. Um, also, number six, find a community.
0: Yes, ah. if you're not in a community or in a mastermind or have friends in a group
1: text that you talk to, get that started. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is, even if, like Danny said, it is just a group text of two or three of your closest entrepreneur friends, I would say suggest that there are people who are entrepreneurs and get that they don't have to be in your same industry ideally just, not in your
0: same
1: yeah <laughs> yeah um because only an entrepreneur can understand where another entrepreneur comes from like you can ring up your mom i call my mom but my mama is just never gonna get it <laughs> she, <laughs> will, she will try to rub my back and give me positive reinforcement but she is just never going to get it and if- uh, and you also need those people in your life who are not only entrepreneurs, but are also not afraid to tell you to, to knock it the hell off. Like are like, those people who need to tell you, oh, okay, we get it. You're in a bad spot. They're willing to talk you through it and, possibly even help you give actionable tips to put in your business, but then are also willing to say, we're done with this. You need to either shit or get off the pot, right? Like you need to do it, um, or stop talking about it basically. And those are like some of my favorite people that I have in my life. Um, and then the last thing is kind of what I talked about earlier is that fat faking things actually does work. So sometimes faking it doesn't make you a fraud. If you smile, your body is more willing to be generous with the happy chemicals that actually make you happier. Um, so just because you're smiling and you're faking, it does not mean that it doesn't have a positive impact on not only yourself, but the other people around you. So, you, we need you to keep trying. So if you have to put on a fake smile for that coffee chat or that networking event and hand out your business cards and talk about all the killer things that you've been doing lately, even when you're shaking in your boots the whole time, that doesn't mean that you're a fraud just because you're scared and you're not a hundred percent feeling confident from what you're saying. As long as you keep doing it.
0: Yes. Preach.
1: So that is my seven tips for you guys.
0: <laughs> so basically what we're saying to you guys is everybody feels the same way you do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You are not alone just because you work alone. Right. And get yourself a
1: goddamn community police. Oh, <laughs> and if you are, if you came from Instagram or either of our Facebook posts, leave. We- a comment down below. Try to find somebody to connect with if you're still looking for a community. I think that could be really helpful too. So if you want to leave a comment down below saying that you're looking for other entrepreneurs to connect with, you guys should see if there's any comments. Yeah. All right,
0: y'all. We will leave some resources in the show notes of this episode and we will see you next week. Have a great week.